coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, and Ross Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and it is a beautiful morning out here in New Donk City. All of the human people are walking around, doing their business, going from door to door, from room to room. Just anatomically their, correct. Anatomically correct. <laughs> all parts correct, except for, save for one curious, strange fella running around among them who uh, looks to be a little bit cartoony. <laughs> you be the judge. Anyways, we have a rip-roaring episode here for you this evening i say evening you can listen to it whenever you want but we're we're recording it in the evening that's right i've got what i call a gin and pod right here (laughs) this is a gin and tonic while i'm podcasting a gin and pod and of course i have the incredible members of the zoo tycoon crew here to make you laugh and make you think we have the wonderful michael hearn how are you doing buddy hey i'm doing great and let me be the first to say happy new year to you oh thank you thank you and a happy new year to you, good sir. Are you ready to hear your New Year's sound effect? I absolutely am. This is your 2022 sound effect, Adrian. As you, as I'm sure you maybe may or may not know, they reset every year. Okay, I am. So, good sir, you'll be getting your own new one as well. <laughs> but uh, Michael Hearn, oh, yeah. here is yours. I really sometimes these sound effects don't always come through, so I'm really hoping this one does. Here we go. It just means that you're not slicing and dicing. It means that you're getting muscular and everything. Teresa, Teresa I'm not talking to. She's Sorry, no, I'm not talking to her. <laughs> that sounded Voice. oddly real. Like that, <laughs> somebody was having a, a straight up relationship conflict. Yeah, there. I know. <laughs> Does Michael Hearn have a podcast, or is he like talking? <laughs> Let's hear it one more time. You all ready? right, all right. Yes. It just means that you're not slicing and dicing. It means that you're getting muscular and everything. Teresa, Teresa I'm not talking to. She's Sorry. No, I'm not talking to her. <laughs> okay, so background, I rarely recognize the stools and goes. Ford round is Mike O'Hearn. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. it's the great Mike O'Hearn. The great Mike O'Hearn. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, he's maybe in a little bit of a complicated conversation with his uh, lover slash business partner. I can't really tell from the video. Sounds like you're not slicing in the honey. We have yeah. talked yeah. about this. <laughs> While Adrian, I'm streaming, please don't yes. embarrass me. Yes. Adrian's capturing the energy perfectly of what goes on in that video. It is a full stop to turn to someone and tell them to be quiet. <laughs> Anyways, Michael Hearn, welcome to the show. Thank and you. of course, you heard the dulcet tones of the sweet, sweet man, Adrian Holmes. What's going on, my guy? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourselves? I'm doing good. Um, and let me be the first to tell you, Happy New Year. Same to you. I was <laughs> bummed I couldn't make it for the for the uh, games of the year. Oh, what oh. a good, what a good. I listened to that front to back, man. Oh, crying. I appreciate it, sir. It was a good time. It was uh, it was just rife with. With backstabbing and, uh, and front stabbing and side twists stabbing, and turns. twists and turns. Uh, anyways, Adrian, the audience is clamoring. They've got to hear your 2022 sound effect. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Isn't that at the center of it all, uh, Adrian Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get Kirby this year. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and the Canadian actor, yes, Adrian Holmes. Are were you aware of this man? I was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look him up. He okay. is quite the handsome fellow. Not unlike yourself, good sir. Not unlike yourself. I appreciate the compliment. 
We have a rootin' tootin' show uh, locked and loaded, ready to go. We're going to talk about something I like to call video games during the main event. I like to call them video games. People can call them whatever they want. I the vidjas vid- I've heard. The vidjas, yeah, the vidja games. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to ask everybody, um, what's a good uh, recommendation for something you're enjoying that is not video games mm. this week? Michael mm. Hearn, let's start with you. All right. I mean, this is also partly I missed out last uh, podcast. You guys were talking about a lot of action that you've been watching, a lot of action films. I've been getting into sort of like delving back into a lot of good uh, Hong Kong action films. So this it is Hong Kong action films specifically. I got this big bot set called the Shaw Scope, which is Shaw Brother films. And uh, Shaw Brothers made films like 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Eight Died Ram Pole Fighter, Five Dead Rams, these famous like kung fu films from like seventies, eighties, and on, and uh, sort of like became cult hits in the U.S. Wu Tang Clan famously sampled a lot of them, uh, and I've been going through them a little bit, all, and it, enjoying myself with like old school kung fu, and especially like a lot of like their story styles. It's a really interesting production company, and that's cool. The bot set is a very cool like kind of breakdown of their history. And leading up to like different genres they do. Uh still enjoying it. And then I uh, was also into this uh director that I got from the Criterion bot set, uh Once Upon a Time in China. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this series mm-hmm. with I Jet Li? Mm-hmm. Yeah, directed by most of them directed by this uh Chinese director, Su Hark, who's like a famous like Kung Fu action general, like comedy and romance also director. But this was like the series that made Jet Li famous, and it's like a really cool period piece uh, action set piece of a cool Hong Kong action. Like a lot of interesting fight scenes that are like, you look up the documentaries of like how they made it, it takes like months to make like full on set pieces of like insane spectacle, and it's really cool. And it's uh, been a good like action tonic for like the start of the year to just like get myself ready to hit 2022's ass. Damn. Damn. I've always eat. thought that was so cool how they would make such intricate sets yeah. and, and stuff like that for stuff that'll only last in the movie maybe yeah. what two, three minutes tops. Yeah. Definitely. So many so much work. I respect and it. So much talent you have to like yeah. train and yeah. They're I remember of- I remember watching police story and <laughs> just watching them just like destroy a mall yeah. or destroy a whole town or a whole village, and you're just like like the film, like the the audience in me is going like this. This rocks, but the <laughs> filmmaker in me is like, holy crap! The yeah. cleanup, that whole <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. is just gone. The whole that whole town on the side of the mountain gone now. <laughs> yeah, and like if one thing goes wrong in the shoot and you have to reset, like that's you know so much time and money down the drain. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. No, I love Jackie Chan growing up too, and this is like me getting even deeper into the weeds of like the Hong Kong stuff. Like, yeah, and. I mean, there's more to always find, apparently. So, Jet Li, it's like it's like yeah. he almost got to Jackie Chan levels, mm-hmm. yeah. but he didn't quite. You know what I mean? Like he almost did. Yeah, but, even in Hollywood, like he almost had like a couple of hits. And right, for, I, that's sorry, that's what I mean. In the West, in like Hollywood, yeah, yeah. like because he had he was starring in movies by yeah. the end of the '90s, yeah. and the 2000s, but he never he like where is he now? Is a good question. I mean that's fair. I, they like finally Jet Li and Jackie Chan made a movie together. Like their heat and it's it was in like in the two thousands and the mm-hmm. main character was Michael Angerano, a white kid actor, and it's like 
it was kind of lame, but it was all right. But if I'm not mistaken, it was not a Chinese film. Yeah, wasn't Jet Li in the Expendables? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, that's a good place. I mean, I that's been, a good place to go. It. Yeah, kind of now it's you know it, you know Jackie Chan is also kind of like semi soft retired from action filmmaking. He's just kind of like a mm-hmm. William Neeson style action star, if at all, like yeah. you know pointing guns and stuff. But I mean, you've also you watch anything Jackie Chan has done in his prime. It's like, yeah, I don't blame you for retiring now. You yeah, you only broke your body a billion times. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have anything to prove. He could just yeah, tell people, look at my resume, look too. what I've done. Yeah, but I mean, this also came across too when I like watched Wontar Y films for a bit too. When I was rewatching them, I was like, oh yeah, in Hong Kong, like Chinese actors are like ubiquitous. They're like also singers. They're also like personalities, like. Jackie Chan is a singer in China and like, you know, like they have records that are like hits like Tony Lund is a singer. Like, and it's just that a whole different level of celebrity in the East that I don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We used to make them do it all here, too. Fellas dance, sing. They used to have to do it all. Now <laughs> they just get on their TikToks. Yeah. They just have to be snarky enough. And they just get on their TikToks, I say. Ah, Grandpa Jeremy. <laughs> Grandpa's here. Get off your TikTok and get out in the garden. Pull some weeds. Okay. Um, Adrian, what about you? You've been enjoying anything not video game related? I have recently uh, fallen into the musical abyss that is Japanese city pop. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm um, interested. For, <laughs> for those who are uh, uninitiated, that is um, kind of pretty much... Uh, self-explanatory it's japanese um inner city (laughs) pop music that you would hear um most of it takes place between the late 70s uh to pretty much most of the 80s it definitely has a specific sound signature different or um they use a lot of the same instruments um you know very um synthesized because that was Mm. really big in the 80s was you know your yamaha keyboards trying to make all these different sounds uh, but I dig it. The singers that they use are really well done. Uh, are they're really talented? Really great vocals, and there is a literal decades worth of of different artists to catch up on and a ton of different sounds. So I'm all Damn. about that. Um, in the visual arts, um, the new uh, Walt Disney film uh, Encanto. Oh, uh, I thoroughly enjoy that movie. Uh, it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous landscape. It's incredibly animated and well acted, and uh, you know that um that that Lin Manuel he might be onto something. Mm. He he might he might know how to write a song or two. Mm. So I'll believe it when I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> prove it by showing me just one yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get out there and make a number one hit Broadway yeah. musical? Then yeah. we'll talk. Then yeah. we'll talk, Lin Manuel. <laughs> I uh, watched no. that. I watched that. Uh, that in the heights yeah what'd you think i mean you know it what what i thought about the movie was it during it i'm enraptured Mm -hmm. i'm caught up i'm caught up in the in the majesty of it a lot of great visual like work in that in that movie a lot of great (laughs) like now we're dancing on the side of the building (laughs) you know um I think uh, later on, though, as time uh, moves on, you just kind of go, mm, I don't know, not not a not going to watch it again anytime soon. I don't know what that, that means. Doesn't it's not a dis, it's not a not recommend, right. you know? 
Uh, that's what I'm hearing about that new West Side Story too. Same thing as it's. I, uh, I guarantee it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I I wonder those movies like visual, just on a just visually alone, like right, mm-hmm. like no, not the music quality, just the visual filmmaking behind each one. I wonder if they're very similar feeling. I haven't I seen West Side Story. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, they look I know, the same. They look I know, identical. Yeah, West Side Story is definitely more um, film centric. Than in the heights because I think in the heights was a straight up like musical turned into mm-hmm. a movie versus a movie with musical elements. I think mm-hmm. that West Side Story was so. I don't know. Yeah, they 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 could uh they could swap um swap robes and should it should be fine. Yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, that's kind of just what I've been into lately. That that's ain't, awesome. Uh, and Canto, I gotta watch in Canto. Yeah, it's on uh it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, I have been. Uh, I've been talking about Euphoria nonstop. Loving, <laughs> loving the hell out of Euphoria on HBO. I gotta start it. You I, gotta I start gotta, it. Yeah. It's it rocks. It it rocks my socks. And uh, now, season two is airing currently. We also have alongside it the Righteous Gemstones season yeah. two is airing. Yeah, it's I've like a double that. whammy. <laughs> HBO's back in a big way, everybody. <laughs> Seriously, it's a uh, it's an Goodness. HBO. Make it an HBO night. You know what I mean? Um, that's that. I quote, haven't heard right? that Make one it in an a HBO while. night. Uh, no, I love it. Hearn, Adrian, righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I've been watching it. You oh, haven't you seen have. it yet, Adrian? Not yet. No, it's very funny. I mean, Jody Hill and. Uh, Danny McBride and David Warren Green, like they've done this shows before with like vice president, uh, vice principals rather, mm-hmm. and uh, Eastbound and Down. And this is like maybe their funniest yet. I really love the cast. I really love how dark yeah. it gets. I really love like the darkness of the drama. And then just the fact that then on the other side, it's like people like Danny McBride and John Goodman being like very goofy. <laughs> yeah. The whole, the new cast is good too so far. Eric, Eric Roberts. Andre. Eric you, Roberts. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Is yeah. Jason Schwartz. You guys are saying all the white right words right now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Want you to know that it's and it's like the like people like talk about like their favorite comedy like shows that are happening now and they're never that funny. Like mm. Righteous Gemstones is always making me laugh. Like okay. it's always like very like heightened and goofy. It's really fun to watch. See, I had yeah. I had no idea that it was by the uh the Eastbound team. I am mm-hmm. a real big fan of Eastbound, so now I gotta oh. I definitely gotta check this out. Definitely, yeah. You're if you're gonna a love fan. it. Yeah. You're gonna love it. <laughs> um and then uh after this recording I will mm-hmm. be uh heading straight over to my television. Just back back there a few feet and I will be watching um the uh uh the the tragedy of Macbeth mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus. Also wow. a hoot, very funny. Have Denzel. You seen- <laughs> <laughs> no, I I have been doing uh, that's another thing I've been doing, watching Denzel interviews non-stop. Mm. I can't be stopped with Denzel interviews. Oh. He is so good at uh, at doing interviews. I love the man. <laughs> Any anyone else here Denzel stands? Oh, of course. Are you kidding? Yeah. Great Denzel fan. I feel like it comes with the territory. Of being a human. He, being a human. <laughs> well, of being gra- a fan of acting. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, yeah. Just, just, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, there's this weird thing, right? I, like, he's always been great. But, you know, actors get old. They age out of their action movie bodies or whatever. And I feel mm-hmm. like, especially after Tony Scott passed away, RIP. Yeah. It was like Denzel was, 
in a couple of things here and there, but I feel like I don't know. There's like a bit of a maybe a renaissance here. Yeah. I could. I hope that this means more good meaty roles for him. Yeah. He's gonna start taking some cool stuff again and kind of leaning into that older Denzel. I'd say that probably took off maybe starting with Fences. I think that's really when he started to... His directing stuff. Soft directing, yeah. 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 And he's got a movie, actually, that he's directed that is coming out with Michael B. Jordan, right? It's the... Yeah, Journal for Jordan, which always confuses me because Michael B. Jordan... The movie's called Journal for Jordan? (laughs) Yeah, but Jordan's his son or daughter, and he's just named Could you imagine that set? Jordan! No, not that Jordan. The other Jordan. No, in character, Jordan, not Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, great. And that, and then Michael Jordan visits set and gets even more confusing. <laughs> Dude, Michael B. Jordan and Michael Jordan can Jordan. never be in the same room together. Yes. They better it's, not ever. <laughs> it will be it will be a nightmare. Oh, right. uh, one last thing. I saw the new Guillermo del Toro movie. Oh, uh, is that nightmare good? Alley. It's excellent. Oh Ooh, excellent. Wow. Speaking of great interviews, him on Marin was great. Yes. Loved mm. it. Yeah. Should listen to that. Uh yeah. yeah. Um I, I don't know what else to say. It's I definitely don't, worth the I know the there's watch. probably a lot of cool spoil. I, I can't wait to see. I'm gonna. I'm, that's definitely a must for me. I'm gonna gonna watch that very soon. Anyways, how about we get into some news? Well, well, well. If it isn't our old friend Troy Baker <laughs> getting into getting into NFTs, mm. pitching his NFT game. Pitching his um, NF tent, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFT Troy Baker. For non fungible Troy Baker. Yeah. Did you, uh, have you guys uh, seen or heard about this? Yeah. He, um, apparently, some company he signed up yeah. or teamed up with to start his own. He, you can use his AI voice as an NFT yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like AI for voice acting in general. Right. Is what they're trying to pitch. And which is which, weird. Yeah. It seems counterintuitive to a voice actor to want to pitch that. Yeah, but he doesn't see it that way. He yeah, sees apparently it as not. don't hate, just create, I believe mm. was a um I'm I'm paraphrasing something he said, but it yeah. was specifically that that led to an utter backlash. Uh just a right spanking on Twitter. He he got um and, uh, you know, it's hard to feel bad for somebody like Troy Baker, who's got a lot of success, a lot of money in, in everything, yeah, literally in every to video an exhausting game. extent. Yeah. Who's the other guy? I always I forget his name, but it's um, uh, the other voice actor who's Nolan even, North. Yeah, Nolan North. Uh, yeah. Even probably more in more video games. Than and Laura Troy. Bailey, those three. They're yeah. in everything. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't help that I also have met people who have met him and say he's not the nicest guy in the world so maybe this is a, a comeuppance I don't I'll, know. I'll i'll give him this he is definitely very good at what he does right there's no denying just based on past roles that he's done mm-hmm. that he is clearly a very good voice and character actor yeah i don't know um, can he can he take a nap and talk about lasagna <laughs> <laughs> Because that's my kind of voice acting right there. Uh, uh, no, yeah, you're right. He's he's very. You could probably do it better than Chris Pratt. Tell you that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Nolan North, um, very good. Troy Baker, very good. No, no hate on their talent. Just no. This just seems like a kind of a tone deaf move. Mm-hmm. 
Perhaps. He he seems like the guy that would define himself as an actor. Mm. If you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, he, he, he takes himself. And I'm not saying you should take yourself in your crafts. You should not take yourself in your craft seriously, but it's almost like he has ascended himself. Like he feels that he's above yeah. other people in the craft. And it's, that's where you kind of, you know, lose track of your, not credibility, but like you're, you're not grounded. Anymore. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's what I'm looking for. Mm. I agree. Yeah. And that is, and that is similar to things I've heard about him mm. just from people who've met him just little, a little pretentious, a little arrogant, perhaps. Uh, Troy, we wish you the best, my man. Good luck out there with your NFTs. Okay. That's uh, not what I wish, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and on behalf of Michael Hearn, we wish you a good NFT, Troy Baker. I was going to hey. say, just, <laughs> did anybody <laughs> tell him they, they're killing him in the in the quote retreats? <laughs> yeah. uh, we got some uh, release dates. Well, at least one important one for me. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Yes. Release date, March 25th. That's a good mm. day for that game. I can wait about that long for that game, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll be excited by that. Not time. a day longer. Not a day longer, <laughs> please. I need that Kirby. No, because that'll give us Pokemon at the end of the month, and then... Um, a good little month break. A little month break, and then we get into mm. uh, that Kirby. I'm excited. That that game looks sweet. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It looks phenomenal. Kirby Odyssey. It's pretty much Odyssey. and i'm I totally wish. fine with it no i mean i mean that in like the best way like you pitch any game blank odyssey i'd be like oh all right well apparently okay, how about next- this assassin's creed odyssey what do you think <laughs> i'm there you know what? can i buy that now <laughs> put it in greece it just might work <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah no that's that's that was an exciting release date to drop um mm-hmm. q1 2022 perfect Love it. Love a couple of hot new Nintendo IPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Um, I don't know if you got the the news, but you're not supposed to be allowed to like Pokemon. Uh, what? Apparently, apparently, it it it. Uh, the internet has spoken, and it looks like hot garbage, and it is not going to be fun oh, at I all. Oh, I saw you tweeting about this. And, what what um, is going on? People think it looks like trash. Is that what like? It is? I, they that's what apparently people are saying is that uh, they're upset that this pseudo uh cell phone slash tablet is not running a game at 4k 60 with all the textures turned on and it's like yeah what are we doing yeah what are we good question i'm excited for it i don't i could i could care less what people are talking about here's here's my thing about graphics and games right like I, the design philosophy of the thing mm. I'm playing has to match the graphics that it's at, right? So, like, Mario and Pokemon, they don't need to be on the PlayStation 5, <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> they look good as cartoons, like playable cartoons. I like, I, you know, I don't I don't mind the design choice or the aesthetic choice. I think, like, I don't know, has anyone here played uh, Kenna? Bridge of Spirits no, for the PlayStation. I have not too. played it. I've seen it played. I That's have a game that I think makes could make a pretty good argument for what if Nintendo beefed up their systems and made them actual 4K 60 machines mm-hmm. because it's it's a game that I think like oh that's what Pokemon could look like in like beautiful mm-hmm. rendered environments and graphics. But 
I don't know. I, I don't come to the Switch or Nintendo for graphics necessarily. Um, Not anymore, uh, anyway. Be- beauty, I do. Like, I think that game still, to me, looked pretty beautiful. I mean, like, yeah. give me a Vista and give me a, a, a Lampras. <laughs> Kidding? Um, I feel like, I think I, I agree with you. I feel like the 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 style should be enough so that when I walk through the door the first time playing the game, mm-hmm. after a few minutes, I forget, you know, oh, the ground doesn't look yeah. super because I'm I'm not really paying attention to that. I'm paying attention to all the parts put together because I'm in that world now. You know, right. everything makes that full picture. Right. You know, if I if I'm busy looking at the grass that may not be, you know, swaying in the wind and having the sunbeams reflecting on it. That means that whatever I'm supposed to be doing is not engaging enough to keep my attention on the game. And that's a problem. Yeah. I think there's um there's definitely a beauty in in the way that modern game design, you know, will make it will make an environment just look oh near photorealistic. I oh, mean yeah. it's it's hard to argue with something like a ghost of Tsushima or like a Sekiro or like, you know, uh any from software game really. I mean they just those are great. However But to disparage yeah. others because they don't do that is yeah. the problem. And that's the thing is it doesn't it doesn't mean your game's gonna be good, right? Like my my of all the games that came out last year, in my top five is Shin Megami Tensei five, a game that looks like it could be on the PS two. It looks like it could be running on a on a PS two. And yeah. uh it doesn't but matter. But everybody it, forgets that PS two games look freaking good. Also, so, I would play a PS two yeah. game right now. Right. Dare me. Dare me. Um <laughs> Hearn, any take on on Pokemon's look? I don't have that much of a problem with it. I don't know if I'm going to play this new Pokemon. Just oh, my God. I'm not, yeah, I'm not as excitable about Pokemon as you guys, but I'm also not a hater. I'm just Hearn, like, yeah, that's ma- the Don't thing. make me do it. We got to wrap some Pokemon. You uh, just um, do the same. I'll, I'll take, take care of the hard, hard part. part. Let's get it on. <laughs> I want you to be the best. Okay. Um, Sorry, I made you do it. Uh, <laughs> I was no, ready. I was ready. <laughs> you were gonna do the whole thing. I was gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> I have no. Yeah, like I'm agreeing with the sentiment of like just graphics in general. Anyway, because there's plenty of good like cool games that have like a specific retro style of animation or graphics, and yeah, don't hate on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon has a nice retro look. It it, it yeah. just happens to be the PS3 generation. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know i you know what i'm not the person i guess if you're coming to somebody looking for like i appreciate you know high fidelity your your um your uh, hellblades your horizon you know forbidden mm. west i appreciate them I understand the complexity that it that it takes to get fidelity to look that good. You know, I love the the picture clarity, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also the same guy who will turn around and plug in a PS1 yeah. and, you know, play some Crash Team Racing and be totally fine with that as well. I don't yeah. know. It just, it, it doesn't bother me either way it goes. I I agree with that. Uh, we're we're of course freaks. I mean the the lot and of old us. people. So. We're old people and we're freaks on this show. So you know we we like a good a good PlayStation One texture. You kidding me? There's nothing oh. more perfect than looking at a solid snake's bare chest <laughs> as in the PS One style. But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I I think I don't know. I I have a hard time like even really. 
caring anymore that Nintendo does not competing in the hardware game. You know, it just to me the Switch is just so meaningful in all these different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way I look at that company is almost like they're playing a different game than the rest of the world. Like it just doesn't feel like they're even they're even comp- competing. I don't I don't think they are, and I think that is the the biggest hurdle for people to kind of come to terms with because everybody always says oh look how bad sony and microsoft are 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 you know out muscling nintendo in in hardware but at the same time nintendo is probably like what do you we we don't even have a a you know a a gpu really in here like we're we're not we're not making the same kind of consoles. We're not yeah. doing that, you know. Yeah. So it's it's weird we're to me that people a still console to get you swole, brother. <laughs> this is Ring Fit Adventure, the console. It's just they're yeah they're playing a different game. They're 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 making video games as well, but they're doing it in a totally different way. And I don't know if we can compare them no. moving forward anymore. No, no way. All right. Well, also we have. Uh, I know this is something I don't care for that much. I have taken advantage of it in the past, but I don't I don't even know what to do with this. But Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is uh-huh. going to be free until January 20th. So that's about a week we have to play Treasure Tracker for free. It's like an extended demo. I get it, but I just don't I don't know. Does anyone do this when they <laughs> release these games? I, I own it, so I own it too. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I always tweet them <laughs> out. Bad uh, <laughs> I yeah. always tweet them out because I on. Uh, most of the people that I know would never, um, and I I really am disappointed by this. But hey, people are people. A lot of the people that I know they don't play anything that's not like a shooter or um, sports or something like that. So. If I tell them, hey, you know, this is actually really good and it's free, that's, I feel like, is even more of an incentive that maybe they'll actually mm-hmm. give this one a shot. So, yeah, yeah, it may, that's that's a good point. Um, and it's, by the way, a fantastic phenomenal. Game. It's a phenomenal. Uh, such, game. Uh, it's a hidden gem. They never yeah. really talk about it. And it got <laughs> DLC. Yeah, it did. And, you can go to New Dunk. You can yeah. go to this, where we're currently recording this show. <laughs> New Dunk City. Yes. Look, there's he's right there. He's look out the window. You see him? Yes, yes. He looks great. Yeah, he's working though. I don't want to bother him. Okay. <laughs> he's got his Fair hard point. hat on. Yeah, I know. What am hard at work? <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say something else before. <laughs> Before you're talking about the men at work, no, it was just common. No, yeah, it's a it's a short game too. You could beat it in a week. It's yeah, not easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a good puzzle game, and if you got like someone to play co-op with, it has a couple of fun things for that too. Yeah, the levels yeah. are really well constructed. The secrets are really, you know, they take a little work to find. Some of them really do tickle your brain. I was gonna mm-hmm. say, yeah, you're not beating this in a week if you're getting all those secrets. Yeah, sure. it's, gonna take you, it's gonna take you a while. Yeah, love that game. Don't uh, don't necessarily. It's uh, the whole releasing it early. Maybe just not for me. But um, <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. It's going back on sale, folks. Finally, finally Whoa. back on sale. I I don't know if anybody. I don't know if we talked about it on the show yet. But 
the servers were so overloaded with people playing Final Fantasy fourteen and joining Final Fantasy fourteen that they had to they had to make like put people in a queue when when they could start playing the game, I believe, and they had to stop selling the game altogether. They had to pull it from shelves. Um, could you imagine being that team? And just seeing people, th- just knowing that like so many people are trying to play your game, and mm-hmm. it rules so hard that like you got to go, nope, nope, yeah, stay. I, you come in, all right, all right, stop. Yeah, yeah. Next group, you, you. How old are you, sir? No, you're not old enough. Uh, you go back back in the line. Hey, wait a second. You're a couple of kids in a trench coat. <laughs> get out of yeah. here. Uh, your concert is so full. You have to stop selling tickets. I have mm. not played this game or or even seen it be played um adrian have you dabbled uh i unfortunately don't have hardware strong enough Mm. to run it yeah i have a uh, pc um that is uh barely struggling to make it and unfortunately uh square enix is not friendly to microsoft and it is only on playstation 5 otherwise i would have given it a fair shake yeah but i've heard nothing but good things about it so yeah, I've heard some great things about it too. I'm kind of worried that, you know, I'm never going to get around to this game and then it's going to wrap itself up and then it's like MMOs, you know, once they're gone, yeah. they're they're kind of just gone. So it's like I I just want to see what that story content is like. It seems like as a, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, so I it feel like it's for me, but same here. I just kind of resign myself to, you know what? Um 11 and 14, I'm just those are just two out of the the well now at at this point 16 that i'm just never going to get to play yeah there's no way to have access to them so 16's coming to xbox you kidding me okay you kidding me you kidding me where's well let's let's get seven first (laughs) oh is seven remakes still on xbox no wow i get i i did not know that square was still such a sony uh sony uh lover they are like one of the last few holdouts. That's weird. Everything because else, I mean, like they do the Game dabble Pass, here and there. Like I was say, they, Game Pass had a ton of Square stuff on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So well, I that's because like, they were guaranteed getting money, right? If they yeah. just put the game out on on the Xbox Store, I guess they figure that not a lot of people who own Xboxes get Japanese games, right? So if Xbox is like, here's guaranteed money, okay, fine, we'll put it on there. Yeah. So it's not a risk. They recently put on a 13, 13, 2, and the other yeah. 13 game. <laughs> it's oh. like three oh, 13 games. Uh, and I was like looking at that the other day. And I was like, am I about to play all 400 hours of all these 13 games? I, I feel like we've talked about this, but um, I uh, if you look way out in the distance on, on you know, uh, foggy, starry nights, way on a hill, you'll see me there. And you'll see a copy of Final Fantasy 13 in my hand <laughs> because I am the only person who loves yes. Final Fantasy 13. Right. I freaking love that trilogy. That's so. my guy right there. <laughs> Adrian walks the night with a copy of Final Fantasy 13 in his hand. Um, I I uh, I remember I've started that game a couple times. I don't I don't dislike it necessarily. I I haven't. I'm not qualified to speak on it because I've only played 20 minutes, but. I don't know. Hern, you play FF13? I have not, no. That how, about one? Just the, how about just the game 13? 
I played for the cell shaded shooter game. Yeah, I played yep. 13 for the GameCube. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's just that's what Final Fantasy 13 is like, right? Yeah, it's just it's shell yeah cell shaded Final Fantasy 7 again with <laughs> <Nice>. guns. <laughs> well, anyways, this Final Fantasy 14 nonsense debacle um, mm-hmm. made me start thinking about a question for a little segment I like to call Question Time. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Of course, we don't talk we about have to riddles riddle, on this section. Yeah. We do talk about questions, though. The mm. question is, I'm not a big MMO guy. Mm-hmm. I know uh, I don't know if anyone here is or if anyone here got into WoW back in the day or whatever, but I'm just not a big MMO guy. What is a video game that you would pay for mm. monthly, a series, that if they had an MMO, you would pay monthly for it? Jet Set Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that is one hell of an answer. Jet one and done. Radio. Yeah. A Can Jet Set. That MMO. MMO would be tight. Are you it kidding? It would, yeah. right? Like everybody skating around the city. Yeah. You form different cliques and different oh. designs. Yeah. Oh, come my on God. now. Yes. Yeah, Soundtrack. you go, like, tag your area. Fat and then, beats bumping yes. in the background. The DJ. Mm. Oh man. I'm I'm onto something. Sega, call me. Yeah. I mean, why can't they just? You know, it should be just an expansion for uh, PSO Online too. It's just like a, <laughs> a separate cool. jet set. A separate game. It's just the jet set area. Yeah. Uh, and you can switch back and forth with the touch of the button. So your fantasy star one second and jet set the next. There you go. <laughs> We're onto something, man. Yeah. We're onto yeah. something. Not bad, Adrian. Oh, wow, <laughs> I was not expecting that. That. Pretty good answer. Hearn, what do you think? Just crazy enough to work. Just crazy enough to work. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, too many of the, like, even the one, like, massively multiplayer games that aren't, like, straight up RPGs, I don't play that much. Like, I I don't find myself coming back that hard to, like, stuff like big shooters like Halo or even. Mm. So I just, I don't know. I don't pay too much. I pay for a game pass, and that's, like, and stuff like that are, like, my monthly subscriptions. So I don't know. Can you make Game Pass a multiplayer game? Just a bunch <laughs> yeah. of us all just, playing, all just this, downloading games yeah. and then clearing our storage. To yeah. Just a bunch of people more. doing like yeah. this, swiping through the catalog. Yeah, yeah. What's mean, the, what's, what's, a, what's your favorite series of games, Hearn? I mean, I, you know the classics, the Metroids, the Zeldas. The well, what if Metroid uh, or Zelda had an MMO? Uh, Would you pay for it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if it was a Sin and Punishment MMO, or like, massively, <laughs> how about that? Just Japanese shooter game. Yeah. We're just An on-rail that. shooter. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, yeah. Hell yeah. Panzer Dragoon, the MMO. Yes. Just, yeah. Hey. Um, that, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. I was yeah, kind of thinking I like about, I, I was kind of thinking about Nintendo, because I think Nintendo yeah. properties might be the only... Maybe might be the only ones that I'd really like. I could see a Fire Emblem. Yeah. I could MMO. definitely see that. I wouldn't pay for that, but I would I I mean, could see it. Yeah. Closest that Nintendo has gone to like the MMO stuff has been like Tetris 99 and Mario yeah. 90 or mm-hmm. 25 or 45, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's spanned that more. Maybe just all play Kirby at once or something. I wonder if there's like a, like a Mario MMO. Hmm. Like I don't know what that over would Miyamoto's even... dead body. I know, but <laughs> I know, but I'm thinking about like just 
what if we were all just Mario and we just all ran around as Mario (laughs) and like had to solve puzzle? I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but something kind of fun about that. Mm. Like everybody having to maybe have one big task to finish. Yeah. Like there's one, there's Mm. only one way that you can get through a level. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It zips you back through like other old levels. You have to, completed a certain time or mm-hmm. something or there's or, different maneuvers you could do like you can make a chain of mario's and oh you know swing across a gap God. or something i don't know i don't know yes what a donkey kong mmo be like <laughs> we can all be our own kongs yeah that'd be pretty sweet actually <laughs> yeah you like you like have to like build your own kong make it look like you kind of and then swing from place to place yeah do little chores hmm. That's not- i don't hate fi- this they're looking for something to do with. Well, I don't even know what they're looking for, but they should do something with Star Fox, and that'd be a good MMORPG-ish type of world. It would really. The world it lends itself very nicely. I don't know that. Isn't game, that scam game trying to do something? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh my God, Star Starlink. No, Star Citizen. Isn't that an MMO? Oh, Starfield. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's um, Star. It's like a. Yeah, yeah space-based citizen. MMO yeah. where you can like basically make your own economy, like building mm-hmm. ships or all uh, managing a business in space and all of that. Like that sounds like exactly what you would do for a Star Fox MMO. True. So yeah, perhaps. except that game has never come out and it's been in development for like twelve years. Yeah, uh, Starlink though, Battle for Atlas, that Ubisoft game that had Star Fox in it for the Wasn't Switch. Not bad. Uh, not a bad game, and I you could definitely see where. Oh, if they had more like resources and money, this mm-hmm. could have been a get out of your ship game where you like go do stuff and accept missions, and then get back in and do more ship stuff. And it should have just been a straight up Star Fox game. No kidding. The rest of I I couldn't. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to play another <laughs> ship than Fox McCloud right. in that game. I was like, no, I'm being Fox, and don't don't talk to me anywhere that else. Is- yeah. What a missed opportunity. I know. Wolf's in that game. Falco's in that game. Everyone's in that game. It's great. Just call it. It's it just make it a Star Fox. <laughs> you know how much more it probably would have sold if it was just a Star Fox yeah. game and they teamed up with whatever stupid characters that they made for the Starlink. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. I remember on, uh, it was like one Black Friday, Best Buy was trying to get rid of yeah. all of their Starlink And they were stuff. like five bucks. <laughs> it was like $15 to get like the game with the Star Fox ship attachment thing. You better yeah, believe you I know bought it. I bought it. You yeah, better I bought, believe it. I bought that. Uh, well, that'll do it for question time. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Anyways, we're going to take a quick Stop break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about a little thing I like to call video games. Stay tuned. <laughs> Back to Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and I'm here, of course, with the incredible Michael Hearn and Adrian Holmes. Folks, it's that time. We are going to talk about video games. Now, I'll kick us off, as I do every week. I have been... Did anyone here own a PS3? Did anybody here own one? Mine's in my cabinet right now. Okay. I did. Adrian has one. Hearn, you used to have one? Used to have one. Yeah. So I'm gone now. 
Yeah, man. Oh, your sister has it. Okay, well, it's yeah. still in the family. That's good. That's good. Yeah. No, I, I, I have consoles like that, too, where, like, my little sister has it. Yeah. She has, like, a GameCube and, like, a ton of GameCube games. And I'm just like, that's cool. Keep it. You know, have it. But don't ever sell Like, if you ever se- yeah. want to sell it. you gotta, Sell it to me. Yeah, you got to let me, me know, first. and I'll come grab it. Um, But, uh, but yeah, the uh, the PS3, funny little console, man. I played so much PS3 back when it was relevant because that was that was my main console, right? Mm-hmm. Of choice. I had a Wii, of course, which that was you know you'd get like one or two big cool games a year on that for the most part. And boy, were they bangers! Yeah, I mean, like yeah. So like one year you might get like I think Epic Yarn and Skyward Sword was like the same year, something stuff like that. But PS3 though, that was like my big you know Uncharted, Bioshock, Arkham games, like ton, you know had a lot of good time. I, I, Good time. Infamous. Infamous one and two. So speaking of mm. infamous one and two. Okay. I uh I have my PS3 out because we're doing the Metal Gear Solid Games Club this year. And so I got a head start. Played through Snake Eater on the uh the legacy collection on PS3. Boom, knocked it out. Great, great stuff. Took a little detour, but right before I got into my next Metal Gear game. And I pulled a bunch of games out from the garage, and I have them here. Um, hold on, I have to sneeze. One sec. <laughs> and he's going, ah, there's the chew. Yeah. Woo. I had to cut the mic for that one. Um, I pulled out a game from the uh, garage, a game that most people hated called PlayStation All-Stars Battle <laughs> Royale. Oh. Do the, you guys the... remember... PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. The Great Pretender to the Throne. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. It was a Great Pretender to the Throne. I turned that thing on. Guys, I got to tell you, it is a weird vibe turning that game on in 2022. <laughs> that is a 2012-ass game if I've ever played a 2012-ass game. That is a game that belongs in a museum. No, it belongs <laughs> it belongs a decade old and sitting mm-hmm. on a shelf somewhere. Boy, turning on that thing was a trip. First of all, the game every PS3 game is like broken now because of the there's no online no service no. anything. Yeah. So you turn it on, you get like a hundred errors right away. And your PS3 <laughs> kind of wants to update, but it doesn't really know how, and it wants to kind of download stuff for the game, but they know they shouldn't do it because it's gonna break something. <laughs> so once you can get through all that of like hitting okay a bunch to like different error messages that are coming up and you finally get into the game it is such a vibe man it is such a vibe there's there it, it the characters in that game are like people always make fun of it because they're like well sony just doesn't have the ips that nintendo has like nintendo has the the ips to back it up which is fair i don't know if i agree though like because but- i'm thinking here i'm like kratos and parappa the rapper at least for me growing up, th- that's those are two huge characters. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to show us something. No, I, I was, but I, I, I can't you, reach it. Yeah. I thought you were storming off in fury. No, I thought, yeah. no, no. Were you mad because I brought up Kratos? <laughs> no, I was uh, excited. Don't bring up Kratos up, around him. You oh, up no. Boy. What is this? What is oh, this? Up, my oh, my God. I'm that's sorry, nice, my boy uh, and my girl. That, that's see, a beautiful you, you forget, and I'm Chammer, you That is a beautiful. What, is that a sweater or a hoodie or what? Yeah, it's a sweatshirt. Oh my god. Uh, 
That's very cool. That is the coolest. You're talking about my 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 all time favorite. Yeah. PlayStation mascot right now. Well, let me ask you this, Adrian. Did you Shot play? Master Onion? Yeah, your favorite yeah. master. <laughs> your favorite, yeah. yeah, of course. Kick punch. Yeah, he's been getting up so <laughs> ever since his mother was a baby. I guess that's a the iguana. That's the fraud. Or yeah. What? So let me ask you this, Adrian. Have you played this game, PlayStation yeah. All Stars? Okay. I, ha- I have this game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. So per, what was your Parappa your main? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From yeah. Jump. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah. So the characters in this game, of course, are like Sony stars. So it's like Ratchet and Clank. Great, Jack and Daxter. Mm. Great. Um, uh, I think Sly was in it. Sly, yeah, I was about to say Kratos, Sly Cooper, Kratos, um, Crash Drake, Bandicoot. No Crash Bandicoot. No. Oh no well. Crash. That was. I'm just naming PlayStation. I think, I think that that is another thing about the game that people commented on a lot, which is like, well, they don't even have a Crash. So they don't even have like all of their roster, yeah. right? And um, uh, they, there's no Solid Snake in it, but what they do have is Raiden. <laughs> That's right. I From Revengeance. Yeah. They said, hey, you know how everybody loved when you played as Raiden in Metal Gear 2? <laughs> Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Although he is the cool Revengeance glow yeah. up for Raiden. But they Fair also point. have uh, Cole from Infamous is yep. in it. Um, Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a Hellgast guy from Killzone. Noriko. That's, that's, where, that's where it starts to get like... Like where we're getting low on the totem pole of like yeah. g- characters, where it's like mm, I don't know if uh, do you say Kare- uh, what what was that name you just said? Nariko from uh, Heavenly Sword. Heavenly who Sword. Yeah. Should, who deserved so much more, was so it, much more of a chance. Wasn't like I, Fat Princess in it. Fat too Princess is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, oh, uh, Ape Escape. I think his oh. name's Adam. Something maybe? like that. Adam's in it. Um. There's some more too. Oh, Bioshock, Big Daddy. The Big Daddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I didn't necessarily count that as a PlayStation yeah, mascot. Since I know. Bioshock was was Xbox exclusive when it came out. So right, right, right. That was a reach. Right. Um. Also, uh, what's his name? The um. Oh shit! I just had him in my head. I had him in my hind. Oh, what is he? Um. Oh, it's a uh, it's a guy. The guy. Oh, uh, Dante. Yeah. Oh, Sweet Tooth. Uh, Sweet Tooth. Wow. That's a good one. That's a, that's a classic to me. Yeah. See, yeah. they get it. I think they get it seventy five percent right in that game. I think mm. that twenty five percent of the characters. I'm like, I I see why they're in here, maybe, but I don't think they should be in here, or that they're even on par with these other ones. Um, and there, I and I do think that there's not enough. Like you know how Smash is like there's too many swordsmen. <laughs> like I think I think in this game there's too many like adult human men like that don't have powers. Like Nathan Drake, like man, I don't just They like, tried. He, just, he yeah, he like just hurts the vibe of the game a little bit cuz he's not like, even he's just something fantastical about him, you know. He just pulls out your, an AK-47. What's your uncle doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is he strapped? Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah. Um but I will say the mechanics of that game, it took me a while to remember. They're a little different than Smash. It isn't about knocking your character off of a ledge. Nope. About getting into, that super. It's about getting a super and hitting the button to just obliterate your opponent. And it's quite easy to do. Um, so when I was playing through just like, you know, the arcade mode or whatever, it was like, I, you know, I got through it on normal and, it, you know, beat it or whatever. And it was fun. 
and I haven't played it on hard yet, but I, I always wonder what that game would be like to play with people. And I've never mm-hmm. done it before. Have you guys ever played this with like people or just by yourselves? Uh, if you count out online as with people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that on Vita a few times because it was cross by. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I've I've played a few online matches here and there. I mean, it it, it you know ran decently well. Yeah. Um, there definitely is a different vibe when you have you know human control players versus computer control. There always is. Right. Um, but it yeah it played well. I mean, it plays well on Vita for it, sure. It, I, I have it on Vita as well. Yeah. It it definitely. Um, it it makes it much more difficult because people know how to uh, abuse the the combo system, and mm-hmm. they know because some characters are broken. Um, I don't know if you've ever like gone on YouTube and uh, uh. and and seen you know which characters you can do basically like infinites or which characters specials always hit like their full screen. Nope. It's it, yeah. There's there's a meta to this game, believe it or not. That's crazy because I've literally only ever seen neg- negativity thrown this game's way, and I've and I've never looked up anything fun about it like this. Like this sounds like a good YouTube rabbit hole. I'd love to go down. Oh, it's it's informational, but it's yeah. it's very <laughs> neutral. It's not like it's not like this game is so cool. Look at the meta. It's yeah. more like, hey, this game had a meta, and here is what it is. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Um, on the on the topic of Heavenly Sword, first of all, Hearn, have you played All Stars? Battle Royale? I only had one experience with it, which was a group of, like in a room, like playing on the same screen, and that was like interesting enough. But like, yeah, I never saw it getting it bad or whatever. Mm. It was fine for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, that's anyway, my experience. the uh, the game Heavenly Sword. Has anyone yeah. played that game? I've played that. I is love that game. Is it, game. Is it good? It's good then. Yeah. It was yeah. sure at the time. I haven't played it since, obviously, but what I remember, it seems like kind of like the PS3 Devil May Cry ish, Animush ish, like that type of like gameplay yeah. almost. It it it's definitely the um the technical showcase for what mm-hmm. PS3 could do. Mm-hmm. But it was so early in the life of the console that they were still having trouble with the uh the cell processor. So the frame rate is not necessarily terribly good. Yeah. I'd say it's probably mid-20s. Yeah. Which is usable, Mm. right? But the character models for, you know, early PS3 look phenomenal. Hmm. The set pieces are really well done. Um, Yeah. I'd say it's at least worth the play. I I I I pulled that one out because I'd never played it. Always just had a copy on hand, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew it was an early like PS3 game that like I don't necessarily think that game was beloved, but I do think that game was like Sony at one point really believed in it, like they were gonna that was gonna be a big the next tentpole big, game, yeah. yeah. And then they kind of just were like, never mind. <laughs> I wish so. they would have just gave it one more shot. Yeah, I feel like they were like they were knocking on you know that that ceiling to get through yeah um anyways i think i might i might check that game out i might check it out the the, the the bad frame rates though i will say this about the ps3 bad frame rates on certain games they truly i'm i'm not used to them these days because every game that i play now on a days usually has pretty decent frame rate like yeah at least locked, 30 yeah locked 30 or locked 60 and I was playing uh, Killzone 2 
just for the hell of it, just to see it, because I have that kill zone collection as well. And the the dips in frame rate in an FPS like that was just it was killing me. I was just like, man, this is not fun. Now I know when I tried to play that on PS Now and it was so laggy, I'm like, oh, this was the internet. <laughs> this was the game. This was the game is like this. Uh, yeah. Like, and it's a bummer because those, those Killzone games, I also think they kind of, like a lot of PlayStation first party tries, they they get like unfairly maligned. Like, I think Killzone has got more interesting things in it that people get it cre- give it credit for. Yeah. I mean, it's, go ahead. It's just unfair competition at the time, I think, was like, it was up against Halo. It was up mm, against yeah. like the beta shooters of all time. And But if you just take it for what it is, it is a good shooter. It has a good campaign. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very much so. And um, Brian Cox. And Brian too. Cox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, does Halo have it? No. No. <laughs> does have Brian Cox? No, Halo doesn't have Brian Cox. Yeah. I feel like um, Killzone got the the reverse Wind Waker treatment, where like mm. at the time, everybody who played Killzone loved Killzone. Because uh, I remember playing 2 and 3, especially like 3 with the online multiplayer, and it just being mm-hmm. like the bee's knees mm-hmm. and then once horizon came out everybody was like oh yeah this is cool uh i'm glad they're doing something else because you know Killzone sucked anyway and like <laughs> everybody was saying that i'm like there's no way yeah these are the same people that when they showed that Killzone 2 footage uh at e3 that one year that didn't have their jaw drop even though we found it was fake later but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like the internet has taken this weird revisionist, like, no, Killzone was always trash. And that is couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, they and they 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 really made a lot of those games too. Like they made three of them, then they made that shadow one, Fall, yeah. Shadowfall. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then for, the Vita one. And then the Vita one, which by the way, guys, that Phenomenal is for that incredible system. game is that Vita kill zone. It's a first person shooter on the Vita and it works like very well. And it looks great. I'll say this, it plays better than Kill Zone 2 does on the <laughs> PS3. Um Killzone. That's a series. I think that's. I mean, I. I think anyone who's been like a fan of video games for as long as we have, does does have this little like, I don't know if it's a. I'd call it maybe a little axe to grind, where it's like when people start hating on a series that I remember from my childhood. I'm like, I don't think it's that bad, and then I have no. to like go play every game in it just to make sure <laughs> it's bad. Um, but I. I know for a fact though, Killzone Three is a good game. That mm. that that just is a good game. So I, I'm. I think I'm gonna turn that one on here pretty soon. Anyway. I will be continually probably updating uh, everyone on my PS3 journey. <laughs> Please do. It's such a crazy, weird thing to do to like be playing. There's all these great games coming out, and I can't get away from this PS3. I'm having too much fun. Mm-hmm. Such a great console. And I can play Mega Man Legends on it. Ding, so, ding. You know? Nice. Michael Hearn. Yep. Let's hear from the master. You been playing a video game or two or what? I sure have. Um, just to sort of jump on the retrospective like train that you're doing, um, I did bring back some games with me because I have a NetSpots 1, and even though that's not the most NetsGen system, it does have like backwards compatibility with something that I think Sony should do, which is that it, it like enhances your backwards compatibility disk. Like you pop in a disk from NetSpots or 360, and it has like something you have to download to upgrade it onto the NetSpots 1, and I've been trying out games here and there for that. Like uh, Gun Valkyrie, we were talking about a little bit in the Ed Spots era. I've oh, been oh yeah, 
I popped that in and had an upgrade and it runs smooth and it like looks pretty good. And then Ninja died in black. Uh, and then even just on sale, like they keep popping up like old games, like they've been putting up the Time Splitters series is another good series from back in the day that like, again, like had an unfair advantage, disadvantage against other like big name series. But you actually play the campaigns of those games and they're very good. And the multiplayer, I remember at the time loving. So one of those days I'm going to try that, but I haven't I haven't wow. sunk it, but. Uh, I did buy a couple on sale, like Far Cry's, like stuff that I just never played at the time either. Like I never played Far Cry's Instincts Predator, which was the Xbox 360 Far Cry game that isn't on anything else still. It's, mm. Whoa. Yeah. And it's like, it, especially on an Xbox One, it looks very good. It plays very well. And I'm like, I might, I might end up devoting a lot of time to that. But Game Pass, the, that, monster that it is just keeps taking my time because it's like i want to play games that i bought for real and then it's like yeah but are you sure you want to save your money and play this game that we just got you for free <laughs> basically uh the main one i've been doing back to which we did kind of dirty in the game of the year psychonauts 2 it's such a good game and i think we <sighs> underestimated because i feel like i had the same reaction maybe just starting it out like yeah psychonauts is bad cool but then I actually played more and I'm like, oh, yeah, Psychonauts is very good. And this like keeps getting better as it goes along. The levels keep getting more creative. The stuff you can do really expands it. It's yeah. just a really solid like engine and game and been really enjoying that. It's it's and, so good. It's yes. so to me. And I love Psychonauts one. It's so much better than the first game. No, definitely. And it's weird. Like, I think a lot of people wrote it off. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's the best third-person platformer of the year, and I loved uh, Ratchet and Clank. But that Psychonauts too, man, what a game! Yeah, and I mean, there's been like talk about like story and narrative in games right now. Like I was seeing some stuff mixed about like the Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a lot of recognition. I haven't played that game, so I can't say too much about it. But it is that thing of like. But I like what Psychonauts does, which is like it does have like story and characters and it's got a really good sense of humor. And it's just like just the character of the world is like enough to cross through it in that each different level. Like it has a really clever excuse for obviously like each level design is a, someone's mind. So it's like a whole new world and a whole new setup that is like a character. Yeah. And, and changes up so much. Um, yeah. I love that it um in its in its narrative core. Hmm. It like people said. I think people were kind of on the wrong path with celebrating it so much for how it dealt with uh, mental illness. Like, I don't necessarily know how well it deals with mental illness so much as it like normalizes the conversation around mental illness in a way that doesn't demonize it or yeah. like make a judgment one way or the other about it. And it to me. That's a huge win for video games because how many video game plots start out with like a head injury or like yeah. somebody has a split personality disorder or somebody is uh, really just been crazy the whole time or manipulated by, you know, this is a game that has a very, I think, just like forward thinking approach to yeah. discussing pretty heavy topics in a fun Nickelodeon way, or, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's got a really it, good North star and I really like 
They like that game. And I mean, it's almost like by inceptioning each person as you are, like you're it's kind of normalizing therapy as a thing. It's not it's yeah. not like you're going into like fit something or like break it apart or whatever. It's sort of like no, it's sort of like psychosis or it's sort of like the psychosomatic discussions or something. It's it's definitely not like a super serious on the subject or like someone that's really going to like break down it, but it is like, it doesn't demonize it. Yeah. It's just, and it is this colorful world of like enjoying what that means. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hold it to a good, like it's a very good uh, fun game too, as above it all. So how far are you into it? I mean, further along, I am, I just be like this big psychedelic level that was like, and again, like each level, like has like its own concepts. One was like a psychedelic getting the band back together type of, level one before that was like a uh almost like a cooking mama 3d level game where mm-hmm. you have to like cook up food have you played that much one or have you done that far it there's like a I've lot be- of... i've beaten the game yeah oh, okay i love, I love right. it i'm obsessed adrian have you awesome. played this psychonauts 2 yet i have not but i've heard absolutely nothing but incredible things about it i think you'll love um, it yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I, the, yeah no go ahead no you go oh I, I was just saying i don't understand how people were doubting uh, double fine right uh, like they've been in the game for for 20 plus years i think they know how to make a video game you know that's exactly right like yeah. it, it's such a mastery of game and level design mm-hmm. and and how that intertwines with story i don't think anyone yeah. does it better than psychonauts 2 but yeah that getting the band back together yeah. thing rocked that that's yeah, such was... a good level man yeah no it's and and it's all like stuff you can go back to eventually and yeah like Kind of the the history of Double Fine, like Schaefer and everyone is like they did quick and point and quick adventure games, or they like did that genre where you have to have all the story be really compelling and all these characters be really good and all this like gameplay as the eventual catharsis of the game because you only have so much you can do and so much you can get people invested. And it still comes across even like in a platformer game or a game like more actiony from them. So I think they like yeah, it's a very good standard for like game development. Yeah. Wow. That's some good that's some that's some good ass games. Those are some good ass games. Adrian, what about you? You've been playing video mm-hmm. games? I <laughs> have. Um and uh we are piggybacking off of each other, uh you and I, Jeremy. Um as you mentioned, uh a certain rapping uh canine. <laughs> uh I've actually been uh dabbling here and there in some Parappa the Rapper on, oh, shit. on my uh PSP. Um for oh. you young kids out there, that's the PlayStation Portable. Right. Um, and they had a very good port of Parappa on that. It was it's an excellent port. Yeah. Um I for the past I'd say few months, um, which uh I think um Michael had the same the the same issue I did is where you have a console brand new console full of games. Uh-huh. I have a brand new Switch, uh, you know, just sitting on the shelf full of like <laughs> sixty games to play, and the only thing that's been in my backpack is a DS and a PSP. Oh, wonderful. and <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's there's something about them. It's just they are tried and true. Yeah. I agree. There's something. Like you, I feel like we're all doing the same thing, kind of just like looking back and like playing yeah. stuff of old. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tell me more I, about this PSP Parappa. <laughs> oh, I yeah. played this version of it, and it's and it is great. It's yeah, like the it's, first time Parappa's sort of in that nice sixteen by nine aspect ratio. It's widescreen. Mm-hmm. 
clearer than a clearer picture than PS One. Yeah, art um, art like scales up really well because it's that flat paper. Yeah, it scaled all the way up yeah. to to the four K remaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's what else can I say? It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got that, and then uh, you know, of course, on the other side of the coin, uh, of course, she's not as mentioned uh, as as Parappa is, but I've also been playing uh, Umjammer Lammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is um, ultra hard Parappa the rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, you're playing a guitar, which means that you're repeatedly pressing the buttons to strum the guitar, which if you mess up even a little bit, the, the grading curve is much harder than Parappa. Oof. And Parappa to me can get difficult. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those two, I've uh, been dabbling in a couple of RPGs, um, namely okay. um, Star Ocean. I don't know if anybody's heard oh of Star Ocean. Oh, boy, well, Jeremy. Well, well, I have, <laughs> and I do. Wait a minute. So where are you playing this on? Uh, PSP. Oh, okay. So it's Star Ocean R, right? Uh, R the is re- the remake of it. But that's the PSP version, right? right? Okay. Right. Yeah, Star Ocean, yeah. the, the, the PSP version is called First Departure. Yes. Oh, there's first departure and um, God, I can't remember the second one. Uh, but they're like two second halves of the something. same thing. Second yeah. something, yeah. Second but, story, um, first departure, second story, something uh, like that. First and the first departure is R, on Switch, right? Is a yeah. HD upscale pseudo remake of it. So, oh, okay, got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that yeah. that's the version that I've played or I'm kind of dabbling in right now. Is that yeah. Star Ocean uh, first departure R? Because that new Star Ocean game got announced mm-hmm. at some point, and I was like, "What's the deal with Star Ocean?" <laughs> and then I started figuring out what the deal was, and the deal's good. Deal's great. Yeah. Um, where, how far along are you in that? Just a couple of hours. Ah, nothing, okay. nothing yeah. significant. Um, because I've been going back between that and uh, another one that I don't hear too much about um, is called uh, Valkyrie Profile. Oh, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I that, tried that. Yeah, that is a uh, sort of remake of the PS One game, um, mm-hmm. where uh, you play as basically a newly born Valkyrie in the um, not is it Norse? Yeah, the the Norse uh, pantheon, uh, who goes to different areas of the world to help different um, people in crisis. And there's a bunch of different storylines, things like that, that play out. Uh, but the combat in this game is um, active. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like um, it, it It definitely hugely inspired the new game. I don't know if you guys have heard of Indivisible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, oh, I wait. Tra- yes. It's like the humble. But is it humble games? It's uh, I've got it from one. I'm but picturing yeah. the cover. Yeah. It's like that like cartoon. The 2D. The girl. Yeah. yeah the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the way that it works is, um, this game was kind of like the, the originator of it was each button corresponds to yeah. an attack and you press like the square button to make one character attack. You press the triangle button to make the, another character attack, so on and so forth. And depending on which order you press these buttons, different things could happen. So like you have one lower their guard first, then cast a spell, then do this hit then come back with a heavy hit and it would all add up to different, you know, damages and status effects. And you had to plan your party accordingly because there was a cooldown where you had to be defensive. So that is, um, this is what I'm fascinating. <laughs> this is so interesting. <laughs> I, uh, 
Well, the PSP was like an RPG machine. machine. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I think like what like a ton of Final Fantasies came mm-hmm. out on the thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Two full size Grand Theft Autos. Yeah, and uh, uh, probably, probably, uh, I mean, not probably the best of the Final Fantasy VII spinoff games, Crisis Core. Yeah, I played oh, Crisis Core for man. sure. SP. Um, I can't make it through the ending. Yeah, <laughs> every time it's a gets me every time. It created like a whole generation of Zack stands, which is super strange. <laughs> that for everybody, me. that all of them came back out of hiding when the ending of yeah. uh, Seven remake happened. I know they were all like, "Yeah, you found out like how many of your friends were secret Zack oh, yeah, lovers just, the whole time." Yeah, exactly. Zack is here. <laughs> Zack is here to save the day. I don't even know who Cloud is. I'm like, what <laughs> is going on? This revisionist FF Seven history. Um. Uh, yeah, but no, man. Yeah, Great. PSP rules. Oh. And then when I'm not doing that, I throw on a couple of episodes of Family Guy. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> on your PSP? Yep. Yeah, perfect. You, the perfect. UMD disc, yeah. 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 Right Do you here. actually watch them? That's so oh, funny. Yeah. That's so I, uh, yeah, I put them on, um, and sometimes I watch them, and sometimes I'll just let them play in the background for background noise and just yeah. do whatever I'm doing. That's really so. cool. Yeah, you're using it the way that the Sony always yeah. dreamed you would. Is that like a all-purpose portable media device? I am a good device. little consumer. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I never owned a PSP. I just have a um, Vita, like a uh, uh, a hacked uh, to death. Good news, Vita. Jeremy. You do own a PSP. <laughs> yeah. With the power of the Vita, every yeah. Vita is a PSP. Yep. Yep. You could say that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I um, there's, there's the PSP like, and the Vita. Uh, just so many people just didn't buy those consoles. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there's so like anytime you meet somebody, it's like there's like a very small chance they have. But when they do, suddenly it's like oh, you and man. you and a person at the bar talking about Loco Roco, and it's yeah. like, oh, what don't the, get me started what on the Loco hell? Roco. We're talking lo- or like Tearaway. I've been playing a lot of Tearaway. Um, Can we? You want to take a quick detour and talk yeah. about how it's one of the most creative games that have come out in the last ten years? I feel like Tearaway. Yeah, I I couldn't get down with that. Sure. Have you played Tearaway, Hearn? Yeah, I, well, I played it on PlayStation 4. Like, yeah. they did a PS Plus thing for it. Right. Yeah, and that definitely, it was a fun game, and I get, like, the appeal of, like, being able to create the stuff and the textures. I guess, like, for Vita, that's even more, like, able oh, yeah. to play it, with it, the detail, though. It's like PSP. the first game that uses all the different, you know, doohickeys and, and bells and whistles of a console, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel shoehorned. Yeah. Mm. There's a um, there's a uh, a mechanic in there where it wants you to use your finger to <laughs> pop holes in something from the back of the console. So you like you, you like you use your finger to like literally just push up on your consoles the back of it, and then all of a sudden your finger shoots up into the screen. And it's like a super weird mechanic, and it feels weird to do every time, but it but works. It works. It works, and yeah. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. Definitely yeah. a weird game. Definitely, definitely one of those things where I'll be like, you know, like have like eaten a couple edibles, you know, and I'm laying mm-hmm. in bed and it's like, what's a good thing to put on before bed? I'm like, I got just the thing. Tear away. Yeah. Because no matter I, what I'm doing in that thing, it's always a absolute trip. I feel like, in my opinion, I, I tear away is a masterpiece. Yeah. It's real good. Real good. Um, but I probably, and, and probably just like, because I also tried to play Hearn, um, what's that? 
Gravity Bit Gravity Rush on, oh, yeah. on PS4. And I just feel like having it's played not them, the same. Yeah, the same. it's just one of those things where it's just like uh, it's kind of like better on a better experience on the Vita. It just doesn't it, like on PS4. I think it just doesn't feel like a full game or something. It doesn't feel like full or something. Mm-hmm. And like a uh, Vita, it's like oh, it's because it's a portable game where they like blew you know, cut a lot of corners to like make it work. And uh, Gravity Rush, though, that's another game. It's just great. She's in. Uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> That's the girl true. from Gravity Rush. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Shout out to to Sony, um, Sony handhelds, man. Yeah, man. Do you? Hey, here's a good question. Do you think we'll ever get another one? You know, I would say as long as um, who's the boss right now? Oh, uh, as long as Jim Ryan is in charge, I don't think we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel if somebody were to ever take the reins again, uh, seeing that now that um, the Switch is close to selling 100 million units yeah, and that the Steam Deck sold out in mere minutes, mm-hmm. there is clearly a market for dedicated um, portable experiences. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether, whether or not you dock them or not, mm-hmm. you know, clearly people want to be able to take whatever they're playing and take it with them. Um I think Sony, I, I it's always like they're always right there, and then it's one little thing that trips them up and ends up making the whole thing flop. You know, yeah. uh, I feel like Vita was right there. It had all the things lined up. It had the it had the hardware. It had the OS. It had all the bells and whistles, Bluetooth. You know, um, at the time, which was fast, three G connectivity. But then they put out a uh, memory card that cost eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, man, what the hell was that? Because the Vita also just didn't have internal storage that was worth a crap, and they yeah. were trying to start. They were start, they were trying to sell digital games. Um, and I believe in the case of and that was a PSP, digital only PSP. But like, yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah, even that PSP Go had 16 gigabytes. So. I, uh, you know, again, not even, I'm not shy about it. I, I bought a Vita to hack it. Like, I bought it to hack it so that I could have everything I want because I'm a greedy little boy. <laughs> but I, uh, when I got the Vita, the first thing you do is you hack the memory card. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you take a, um, a fake PS Vita cartridge and you put a j- big as big as you can fat micro SD in that thing and you hack your Vita Start and the then downloading. suddenly you have you know 500 Everything. gigabytes of storage on your Vita which is like what it always should have been because those cards come in like 8 gigs 16 gigs and Killzone itself is 4 gigs it's crazy it's crazy it's it's weird it's just like a weird thing um, but I agree it's a bummer because that OLED screen like my Vita has always looked better than my Switch because yep. of that OLED screen. Up until just, recently. Yeah, up until the new OLED version, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, Hern, did you ever own? Did you ever own a PSP or Vita? I owned the original PSP at one point, my dad's, and then yeah, I played some of the games from it. I did do Crisis Core. I had some of the portable yeah. stuff, but yeah, I never had a Vita. I definitely never had, and missed that whole generation. And yeah. I feel like if I'm ever going to back, I will do the Vita. I will do the hacking. I will oh, do yeah. the homebrew. Yeah, uh, hacking stuff up. can be fun if you're yeah. in the right mood. 
Yeah. It takes I have patience. To, <laughs> I mean, it's easier when it's some of the stuff. Like hacking the PS Mini was easy oh, as heck, yeah. and yeah. I just did that. Yeah. Uh, and now I still don't even play on it, so I should. But, uh, but. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing is if you get a Vita and you hack it, you'll play I'm it for sure. 20 minutes and put it in your drawer and then forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's just too much going on, you know? Yeah. And World uh is but too I will crazy. but you know, I played I I I played a I played a handful of things on that on that Vita when I first got it. I played all the way through the original God of War on it. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I played a bu- you know, ton of PS1, PSP games. I it's 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 worth doing. Anyway, Good stuff. Anyone have anything else they want to talk about? Any games? They last minute games they want to mention before we head on head on out. Um, shout out to uh, Mario Party uh, Superstars. They finally oh. got it right. Okay, how um, is this? Because I, I I asked for this for Christmas. I got No More Heroes three instead, which I ain't complaining about. I was gonna <laughs> say I, that sounds like a winner too. Uh, no, they've they've finally given everybody what they want, which is basically um, Mario Party one, two, three mashed together. Um, and oh, sweet. Uh, upscaled and they fixed, you know, different bugs that have plagued those games for the longest time. So this wow. is pretty much the ultimate Mario Party at this it, point. Now, is your mom and dad getting in there with you? Are they playing with you, Adrian? Uh, They have not, but I feel like they could. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That mm-hmm. makes it it's simple enough you know most of the games use this the control stick a and b and that's it yeah and that's the same buttons that the nes used and they were you know doing stuff with that so it's definitely a possibility but that's that speaks to the accessibility of it as far as being able to uh get in jump in and and learn how to play so that rocks Mm -hmm. i definitely want to get that game Hearn, what about you anything else neither uh uh, we didn't bridge in this news, but I post about it in the chat, and I'm looking forward to it. The Hitman trilogy is going to yeah, come to Game Pass. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I didn't hear about this. I almost bought Hitman Free. Like this happened actually. I did buy Mass Effect Legendary Edition, <laughs> and a week later it came on Game Pass. My my it attitude hurts. about my attitude about that though is I'm more just buying myself the leeway to not have to play Mass Effect right now because it's on Game Pass right now. Hitman Would this Free, be your first time? No, I played two. I the only one I ever beat was two, but I played one and two a little bit on Xbox Three Sixty. Okay, and then I never played free. Mm. And yeah, again, Legendary Edition. I would probably do the whole shebang, even mm. though I'm sure two is still going to be like the best one or whatever. As it, it's as absolutely say. worth it to go from start to finish. I can, t- yeah. I can tell you that. Really, yeah, you wouldn't just start oh, with wow. two? No, mm. they they right. they fixed one. A lot of the, well, I yeah, shouldn't that- say fixed. They've updated one to reflect people's modern sensibilities. Mm-hmm. No, I so. did hear that about the Legendary Edition. It did like quality of life stuff for sure. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll finally. <sighs> maybe I should because I've never played one. I've always yeah. had this, this little axe. I played a little bit of one on Xbox 360, and I kind of didn't like some of the systems or was bored by it. And then when I played two, I was like, this is the speed that it should run at. Yeah. Huh. But. I'm sure if they updated it, maybe, and then I would probably just do it for the sake of completionism. Mm-hmm. But Hitman, uh, the Hitman series, I played a little bit of, sort of similar. I played a little bit of one, but two, I felt like really hit its stride and I loved it. And I played it through on PS4, ended up giving my copy away to Mikey. And then uh, now I, I never played free and I was about to buy it even because it was on sale. And now I'm very glad I didn't. Yeah, thank you. It'll be on Dan Pass. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
Um, I like the game, new that's series. That's such a Game Pass game for me. Yeah. You know, like a Game mm-hmm. Pass series almost. Like, oh, I'll definitely try that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'll definitely download it. And then a hundred like, hours later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> if I get a hundred hours into a Game Pass game, guys, I feel like such a winner. I feel so yeah. good. I feel like you just did that for free, basically. You know? <laughs> it's such a yeah. good feeling, man. I love Game Pass. I yeah, love my I, Xbox. I, I've been a big AdSpot convert with the AdSpots one for all that stuff. Like I even Dude. tried Game Pass on my PC and just the limited selection and everything. I barely played anything. I played Forza Horizon 4 on my PC and that was it. Yeah. And then when I got my AdSpots one and tried like even Forza Horizon 5 with a natural control is like a million times better. And I'm like, now I'm in it. But you they know what's me. rad? The fact that your save. Yeah. When you go to PC is right there. And then when you go back to your Xbox, it just loads that same save right back up. Mm-hmm. Like you never missed a beat. Dude. The Xbox Continuity, is man. So good. Such a big fan of that Xbox Series X. Just love it. She's a beaut. Just so good. Yeah. Anyway. Xbox One's pretty good to you guys. Well, Xbox One's oh, no, good. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm teasing. No hate. No hate. I just, I just like, I just, I just had been without an Xbox for two yeah. generations. No, I didn't I, play 360, and I didn't play Xbox One. Wow. I mean, wow, that is weird. But uh, you're weird, Jeremy. Uh, but. <laughs> I did like I randomly even got like a free sixty right before I got this at Spots One because I was like collecting up again and mm-hmm. buying stuff. I bought that rock band sitch, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, <laughs> when I was like then like, just randomly like I got this in my lap and I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like feeling even more closer to the current generation of stuff and getting mm-hmm. it back in. And yeah. yeah, it's been exciting to have. Michael, <sighs> did I hear you correctly? You said you have a complete rock band set? I do. I have a uh, rock band. I have the free rock band games and Beatles rock band, and I have all the instruments. And Do you understand? People are selling guitar. their kidneys to get a full <laughs> rock band set right now. Wow, I didn't have Hearn, to. Do you that. should look it up. <laughs> it's I, going for millions and millions of dollars. I, I sincerely people have doubt their that. children up on auction, dude. No, I'm not even kidding though. You could sell. I could you use could a child. It, you could sell. <laughs> you could sell your whole set. I. This is true. I came back from home with some games too because I know some of them are valuable and like I've been looking up stuff. Uh, I brought back. I I don't know. We've mentioned this. I brought back Cubivore for GameCube because I have that complete. Oh my bots. gosh! Cubivore. Yes, and I looked up on eBay. It's going for at least three hundred bucks, and I'm like, maybe I might sell it. Oh, now that's see. a name but, I've not heard in a yeah. long time. No, Cubivore, I mean, not Cubivore. Well, it's Cubivore games, but GameCube games in general have been doing for a lot right now, and I don't know why. I think it's like the collector uh, oh, yeah, no. aspect of it and the limitations of it, but yeah, there's a lot of games going on right now for sale. Yeah. I mean, I have my own, like, I don't want to blast it too much. The obvious overpaid one that I told Jeremy about that I got is the Virtual Boy, and I got some games for that that are yes. worth some coin. And that that I'm more adverse to selling just because I I want that Virtual Boy. I'm, yeah. I'm not mad about. at you. I got a, I'm the same mm-hmm. way. Um, my, my GameCube is not leaving my possession until I go. am expired. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> To none of the games. That's like the one. Like if everything else has to go, that's the one system that's staying. Wow. Your your GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll never come to that. No, I, and you know, like I said, you know, 
you hope it doesn't, but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. something may happen. Somebody might get sick and I you got to do thing. what you got to do. But I did a thing. to So when I lived in Texas, I, you know, had very, I had a job, but you know, very limited money and I wanted to move to LA super bad. So I did this thing where I sold my entire game collection. And, As you do. And I still think about that. <laughs> I still think about how I had a copy of Lost Odyssey on the Wii. Oh. Uh, or no, no, no. Is that what it's called? Lost Odyssey? No, no. Lost that, Odyssey is on Xbox 360. It's free Wait, wait. Yeah. What's the game I'm thinking of? Um, so, Oh, Strange Story? Last Story. The Last Story. Last, yeah. The Last Story on the Wii. Um. I had a copy of uh I had a ton I had the game. You had a literal I, gold I, I, brick in your hand. I had twin snakes. I had um Yeah. I had uh the the de- what is the, the the big uh mass uh Zelda collection disc. The yeah, oh, wow. with uh uh um Ocarina and Wind yeah. Waker and Master Quest. Not Wind Waker, uh Majora and Master Quest on it. That yeah. one. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All of it gone. Gone forever. How good we have it. Yeah, yeah, gone forever. My entire collection of everything gone. Anyways, what do you guys say we wrap up video games and comedy show? It's been a good one. Yes. It's been a good yeah. one. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and plug plug away. Plug plug away. Michael Hearn. Thank you, Anya. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me Instagram, Twitter, Michael C Hearn. You can go to my website, michaelchearn.com. Uh, upcoming film. Big Ideas Detective Agency, hopefully coming to a festival near you. And if not, you know what you can go see at a festival? A film called Skin Dinner by Jeremy Schmidt. Yeah, but also, you probably can't go to a festival and see that either. Go to a festival, risk it for a drink. Just go go to a festival just because. And it doesn't even have to be a film festival. Just go to a festival. Yeah. Go barefaced. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Let see her lovely smile at the film festival. <laughs> Go face. <bear> <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adrian, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me personally, any and everywhere at Homeboy, H-O-L-M-B-O-I. Uh, I am also a co-host of the Super Gamer Boys podcast, which is coming back here. I believe in the next week we took our winter break, but now we're coming back full steam. Uh, you can also apparently find me in the back row at a Parappa concert. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the creators of this show, call me by your game, Inside Video Games and Gaming with July and the Reactivators. Well, then head on over to patreon.com slash supernpcradio where we have a slew of amazing bonus video game content. Some of it funny, some of it informative, some of it just downright nostalgic and heartwarming. We are starting our brand new Games Club this year. Did you like the Legend of Zelda Games Club? Did you like that, folks? Some of you did. I, I have good authority. Some of you did. Did you turn your opinion around on the DS ones? Did you I turn hope so. your, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we made any friends with those episodes, <laughs> yeah. but we definitely tried. Um, you can. Uh, we are doing the Metal Gear Solid Games Club for the first half of 2022, and boy, can I tell you, we made a good decision there, folks, because Solid Snake has never been more relevant. The uh, the um, uh, big boss is is hanging out, you know, chomping on a cigar. We got yeah. the monkey. We got the monkey from MGS4. He's going to be on the show. We got him as a guest. He's going to come on the show. What a get. What a get. 
Um, anyway, keep some soda handy. <laughs> yes, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a great uh, first half of 2022. Um, anyways, we'll 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 see you on the next episode. Bye bye for now. Crack 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 the egg into the bowl. Crack 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 the egg into the bowl. M I X the flour into the bowl. M I X the flour into the bowl. Crack 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 the egg into the bowl. Crack 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 the egg into the bowl. M I X the flour into the bowl. Yes, means you gotta try. I'm doing this for years, but don't ask me why. Butter, butter, butter joins the bowl. Butter, butter, butter joins the bowl. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. Heat up the oven, now we're on a roll. Heat up the oven, now we're on a roll. Cheap, cheap, cheap's the name of my soul. Cheap, cheap, cheap's the name of your soul. The other day, I was called a little turkey. But I'm a chicken goddess, your beef jerky. Hold the cake in the oven for a while.